Thank you for listening to Inside the 435. Our show is supported by sponsors and our loyal audience. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. This podcast is hosted and produced with Anchor. Here is why you should use Anchor to produce your podcast. It's free, no cost to you ever. There are creation tools built into Anchor allowing you to record, edit, and upload your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor takes the tedious and long process of distribution off of your to-do list. Your show will be automatically distributed to Spotify and Apple Podcasts for you. Everyone dreams of making a little bit of money from a podcast. This is made possible by Anchor. With no minimum listenership, you can be offered sponsorships. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do not wait a second longer. Download the free Anchor app, that's A-N-C-H-O-R, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to episode number 15 of Inside the 435. I'm your host, Jack Bowie, and today uh, we've got a lot to talk about, as you can probably imagine. Um, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, a lot of things have happened, um, and we really do have a lot to talk about. Um, and if you don't know what I'm referring to for some reason, I'm referring to the inauguration of Joseph R. Biden Jr. Uh, yesterday was January 20th, it's the 21st. Uh, seven o'clock on the dot right now. Uh, so yesterday, uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. became the 46th president of the United States um, at 1148. Um, and it's a big deal. It's not as publicized as it, it or it's, it's less publicized, more publicized now than it usually is uh, because, you know, we might have been expecting something bad, um, you know, but I'll go further on that later. Uh, I'll start by giving my opinion. All right. This inauguration was one of the most inspiring in recent history. The professionalism from president Biden, uh, is something that we haven't seen in four years after four years of disrespect, immaturity, inappropriate behavior, and unprofessionalism. It's refreshing to hear someone who cares for others. And it's clearly qualified. Talk about his plans. We got to hear from vice president Kamala Harris, uh, who I really was not a fan of originally. Um, I did not like her. Um, I just found her somewhat annoying. Uh, I thought she was loud. Um, I didn't think she was a genuine person. Um, but I see her prof- the professionalism in her too. Um, I see the excitement to do a great job in Kamala. Um, she was cheered on as she took her seat in the Senate by both Republicans and Democrats, and we're waiting uh, for Biden's cabinet nomination confirmations. Um, and that's something that we can expect to go through you know, with full Democratic control. I thought it was a great day. Um, you know, a long day for Biden, but I think it was a a very uh, good day. I think it was a very good day for America, um, a very calming day for America. Um, and we didn't see anything dangerous happen, you know, after the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Uh, you know, we, we expected that we might see something happen. Uh, we expected that they might have been planning something else. Um, I'm very glad that we were wrong, um, and I'm very glad that thing, everything went according to plan. But what I want to talk about here is a Biden presidency because, you know, the inauguration means we have a new president. So what we need to talk about is 
what's happening now? What is going to happen now that Biden is the president? Um, and I think the best way to start is this episode, and I'm going to tell you exactly what's happened. Um, there's information all over the place. It's all over different web pages. It's all over different news sources telling you what he's done and what it's going to do for the country. Um, and it's very confusing, so I condensed it down. Uh, I gave you bullet points of exactly what's happening, and I'm going to talk about it right now. I'm also going to copy and paste the entire um, thing into the description if I remember. Um so if you want to read it instead of listen to me, if you don't have time, that's all right. So the first full day in office was today um, for Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Um, and he started with something we expected, the federal ma mask mandate. Uh, it requires the use of masks on all federal property by all federal employees and contractors. Uh, I don't know why you'd be opposed to it unless you are scared of masks or um, you know delusional about the coronavirus like some of our um, you know Republican friends are. I say some. Um, federal ma mask mandate, no problem with that. I think it's a very good thing. It's something that we uh, were expecting, something that I'm very glad you know he, he took the step to get it done. Uh, and I think a lot of the things that we're going to see um, him doing in these first few days, it's so nice to see a president step up for the country. President Trump was here for four years, and he never stepped up for the country. He stepped up for himself. He stepped up for the Republicans. He stepped up for the rich people. But I never saw him unite and and do things that are good for the country and something that you know maybe he doesn't necessarily want to do, but something that really will benefit the country, and that's what Biden's doing today. Federal mask mandate, he didn't want to do it. I'm sure he didn't want uh, you know everyone to be wearing masks, everyone to, you know, he didn't want COVID to be a thing, but Federal mask mandate, he's, do, he's doing what needs to be done. Uh, more COVID, he stopped the withdrawal from the World Health Organization, something that um, a very delusional President Trump did for some reason because he was uh, salty, I guess. Uh, so stop that withdrawal. Biden signed an executive order reversing the action taken by um, you know former President Donald Trump uh, to leave the World Health Organization. Um and he appointed Dr. Uh, Fauci as the head of delegation of the World Health Organization. Why were we leaving the World Health Organization? As the country that is uh, failing the most with this virus, doesn't that seem a little backwards? I mean, shouldn't that be the opposite of what we're trying to do? Um, shouldn't we be begging for their support? Uh, we should. Um, some other big things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into little things later, but some other like big things that you're, you you probably know a lot about. The border wall. Uh, Biden stopped construction on the border wall, a project that Trump had promised. Uh, he promised that there would be a large border wall, um, painted black, which was gonna cost uh millions of dollars more, hundreds of millions of dollars more to paint it black. But Trump insisted, um, and that Mexico would pay for it. I can promise you, he has not built much wall. It is not black, and Mexico did not pay for it. So. Um, if you want to say, you know, he, he fulfilled his promise because there's a wall. Uh, no, uh, Trump himself has built 15 miles of new wall. This is a fact, 15 miles of new wall, uh, and reconstructed roughly 350 miles of old wall. Um, but it was already there 15 miles of new wall and he, and we paid for it. We, uh, us did pay for it. Just so you know, um, and then by doing this, he also ended the national emergency that the Trump administration paid, put into place um, national emergency because um, you're so closed minded that you don't think the people from other countries can come into our country and do good things. OK, uh, more immigration. Biden reversed all executive orders that made up the Trump travel ban. Um, one of the probably the most racist things he's done in his uh, time. 
Uh, he also reaffirmed protections to DACA re uh, recipients. Um, and by doing this, he's going to uh, restart visa applications for countries affected by the bans. All good things. Undoing all of the bad things that Trump did. And if you say, oh, he shouldn't be undoing everything that Trump did, you know, that's, that's, that's going backwards. I, I want to assure you that every incoming president has done this. Obama did this. Trump did, Trump did this uh, to Obama. You know, Bush did this. Clinton did this. It's what, it's what happens on the first day. Uh, Paris Climate Agreement. Uh, when we're looking at climate change, Biden signed an executive order to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. Uh, Paris Climate Agreement was made to be very hard to leave, and it takes a long time, uh, and very easy to get back into. And it was designed that way because they want people in it, and they knew Trump would try to leave it, so we're able to get right back in. He also canceled the construction of the Keystone Pipeline. This was an oil pipeline that went through the U.S. and Canada. Um, and he did this via executive order. Um for economic, for uh, uh, environmental reasons. Um, and I'll talk more about people's worries about that. Uh, it also, uh, the same order that canceled the construction of the Keystone pi um, Pipeline, directed different agencies to review and, quote, review and reverse more than 100 actions Trump made on the environment. Um, more COVID changes. Biden extended evictions and foreclosure moratoriums until at least March 31st. So uh, you won't, you know be forced to you can't be evicted or foreclosed you know with restrictions obviously um and he continues to pause on student loan payments until september 30th uh now biden one of biden's big plans cancel ten thousand dollars of student loan debt per person it's going to take time to go through congress but it most likely will actually pass uh white house em uh employees um are now working through home uh through the new restrictions uh, White House correspondents say that Biden is laser focused on getting more vaccine doses out there. All good things. I haven't seen one thing here that should be like debated. I, I really don't, unless you're extremely delusional. Uh, and then social justice. Uh, Non-citizens are now to count in the U.S. Census. Uh, Trump did this because, or took this out because he was racist. Um, and yes, I'm gonna, I, I do feel comfortable saying that he did that because he was a racist person. Um and he strengthened Biden strengthened workplace discrimination protections for LGBTQ plus individuals. And today, uh, Pete Buttigieg at seven o'clock testified. No, ten o'clock this morning testified in Congress. Um, so I didn't look into that, but I will. So that's what's happened so far. I'm, I'm going to quickly give you Biden's schedule for his first couple of days before I hop into my thoughts. Biden's first couple of days schedule: January twentieth was yesterday, so inauguration and emergency crisis, uh, crises. So like any. Uh, emergencies that needed to be taken care of. January 21st was COVID-19. That's today. Tomorrow is economic relief. 23rd to the 24th is weekend. 25th is Buy America. 26th is equity. 27th is climate. 28th is healthcare. 29th is immigration. And that's his schedule for the next week or so. These are all things that need to be addressed. And I'm sure we're going to see um, some, you know, him talking about that. I talked about the federal mask mandate and World Health Organization um, and border wall. Let's talk about the Paris Climate Agreement. Trump left the Paris Climate Agreement and the World Health Organization simply because he was, I think, upset. I, I really don't know. He's he's like a child to me in this in this way. Um, he left them because they uh, like hurt his feelings, but but you know, really, he left because he was just not fond of them. Um, 
and for someone who doesn't believe in COVID, you know, it's realistic. He wouldn't want to play, pay money to the World Health Organization and the Paris Climate Agreement. So, um, I mean, I guess for him it's a great, great choice, but it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so when we're talking about the Keystone Pipeline, a lot of people are worried about the economy. Um, I've talked to a lot of people. The only thing they're worried about in the Biden presidency is economy. I've seen nobody say that Biden's unfit to be president who actually knows what they're talking about. And I've seen nobody say that Biden uh, is not mature enough or professional enough to be president. Um, you know, and somebody who likes Trump certainly does not have the right to say that Biden is not professional. Keystone Pipeline is the only debatable thing on this list, in my opinion. That is the only thing you can debate on this list um, and have a civil conversation about. You need to weigh environment versus economy. You need, you need to weigh those two things. You need to decide which you value more. For me, it's a simple answer. For other people, it may not be. Um, you know, for me, I think that what, you know, no matter what amount of money it takes, we need to save our economy. I mean, people saying it's not cost efficient. Like, how is it more cost efficient for us just all to die of climate change? How is that more cost efficient? Um, and Keystone Pipeline is an oil pipeline. And yes, Biden's going to do a lot of things that impact the economy. And I, I would not be surprised if the if the economy is very is harmed. But it's going to be worth it. Benefits outweigh the cost. Think about it. Think about it reasonably. Don't think about your money. That that's extremely selfish. Think about the people who are going to be here for 60, 70, 80 more years on this planet. Okay. Um, most of the world's billionaires and millionaires are older. Um, and they don't have that much time. But the younger people are the ones who are worried about climate change because we're the ones who are going to be here for a long time to come. Um, so I think any um, anything that we can do to save our lives and our world possibly um, and fix things that we have destroyed is worth it. I don't care if you're going to, you know, if your job is going to be impacted because, you know, gas prices, you know, gas prices will most likely go up a bit. If your business is going to be impacted because, you know, you work on a frack or because of, you know, you work with oil. I think that that's just the course of human events. We learn, we grow. We realize that this is not good for us. This is a terrible thing and it needs to be stopped. So when we get to a point where we, we say that we need to stop uh, things like fracking, we need to stop things like drilling for oil, um, you know, in an excessive way, of course then we need to stop those things. When we learn that we need to stop, we need to stop. And we have learned that, but there are people who don't believe it. All right? And this isn't a thing like you believe COVID, like you believe that uh, Trump lost or not because we don't necessarily have you know, a way to say 100% he didn't. Um, but it's like COVID and climate change. If you deny either of those things, I will never try to have a civil conversation with you. If you deny that COVID is real, if you do not deny that climate change is real, I don't want to talk to you. If you deny that either of those things are real, you are delusional and don't know what you're talking about. It is a fact because those two things are very real. We have evidence that they are real. Uh, tell that to Australia and California that climate change isn't real. Um, you know, there were times when it literally was not safe for them to go outside because they could not breathe the air. I mean, really. Just look at the numbers. Like, look where you live if you live on the East Coast. Look at what your uh, air quality is usually. It's usually around 30, I think. Um, and then look where California was during the time of the, um, you know, wildfires and stuff. So I'll just quickly give you air quality index uh, from now. 
so air quality index right now in uh, state of Ohio, all right, which is where I am based. All right. I'm going to show a map of air quality. All right. So right now, the air quality in the state of Ohio is 26, which is good. On uh, some places, it's down to three. It's all around 20s to like low 10s-ish. All right. Uh, let's look at uh, somewhere like California. It might not be bad now, but I'll, I'll go back to California a while ago. California right now has a moderate air quality of 84. But if you look at historic air quality for like, let's say like, you know, just early December or, uh, you know, like middle of November when fires were quite bad, um, you know, I know this is, might seem like a waste of time, but I'm just trying to get some, you know, hardcore de- hardcore evidence, um, you know, to kind of prove a point that we're destroying our world. I mean, we, we can't replace this. Like, um, we can't replace the world that we're in. We don't have uh, the, like, resources for that. We don't have the ability to do that that's that's not possible you can't just fix it so you need to stop it before it gets to a point where it's unfixable because there will be a time when it is unfixable and it's going to happen we're going to get to a point where uh we can't fix it so let's go to like california in june i already told you that like a 20 ish is what you know i'm looking at where i am very safe to breathe um, you know, completely fine. No real worry at all. Um, California reached uh, the three hundreds. 300 300 I'll just you know kind of um get I'll pull up a scale real quick and just show you what that means um they rate 0 to 50 as good 51 to 100 as moderate you know and then it goes you know 150 is unhealthy for sensitive groups 200 is unhealthy 300 is very unhealthy and 300 to 500 is hazardous they were in the 300s and 400s in California for a while Meaning, not only is it unhealthy for sensitive groups or unhealthy or very unhealthy, it's hazardous. I mean, people probably will die in the future from what has happened in the California wildfires. And you have the decency to tell me that it doesn't exist. That it just, you know, climate change is not a thing. I mean, what is, how do you, how can you even back that up? Nobody, no scientist will ever agree with you that climate change doesn't exist because there's no evidence that it doesn't. The only evidence we have is that it is real. And the but things that Biden is doing today and will do in the long run are going to be good for us. Whether or not you lose your job, whether or not you you really run out of money. I know it's a life-changing thing. And I know that's why people vote for Trump. 
but you need to think about your the consequences of having Trump for four more years. Because I, I truly believe our, our planet couldn't take it, could not take four more years. And you say, you know, it's just the U.S. No, it's not. It's the entire world. The U.S. is one of the worst when it comes to emissions. Um, so the things that Biden are doing might hurt you in the future. They might. I mean, it's a fact. The things that Biden are doing are going to help everybody in the long run. I promise you that. And if our if our economy you know goes to crap, sure, it's going to be you know maybe we shouldn't have hired this guy. Maybe we shouldn't have made this. You know, maybe we shouldn't have made this or this this decision. You don't know until we you know get to that point. But at the moment, everything he's doing is good. And in the future, in my opinion, I don't think we are going to see something so horribly wrong happen uh, to the point where. Everyone's out of jobs. Nobody has money. Um, because right now, in Trump's America, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, and we destroy the economy and, the, and we destroy the environment in the process. That's That was Trump's America. In Biden's America, it's going to be the rich get poorer, but not, not poor. The, the rich uh, pay their fair share. The poor have support, and we do everything we can to save the, account, the environment. That's... And... We try to spare the economy in the, in the process. That's what his goal is. That's what every president's goal should be um, because economy is not everything. And if you're going to use that as your number one factor to judge a president, then we need to sit down and have a conversation about priorities. I mean, if you're okay dying in 20 years to climate change, that's fine. Vote for Trump. Uh, vote for Republican people, you know, Republican politicians who do not agree and do not believe that climate change is real because that's fine uh they don't they can believe whatever they want but if it's harming others if we are allowing somebody so delusional that they do not believe in something that is right in front of them and is killing people and affecting people's lives um why should that person ever become the president of the united states it is a supreme position it is a a highly respected position it is a position that you are there to do a great job or we are all going to be at risk and trump did not do that Nothing you will say will tell me that Trump was a good president. He was not. The facts are on my side. Trump was not a good president. And all you can throw at me and tell me is he was a good president is the economy, and I, I don't care. Um, I think Trump is one of the worst presidents that we have had in decades. And he's, he's going to go down in history as an impeached, a two-time impeached, one-term president, who led an insurrection against the United States, who didn't believe that a deadly virus that killed 2 million people uh, was real. That's what he's going to be known for. Not this great economy you guys talk about, because that's all he talks about. So hopefully Biden's legacy can be different, and I'm sure it will. I trust Biden 100%, and I, we're just going to see what happens. Four years, I'll be voting. Biden runs again, which he, I don't think he will. I'll make my decision then. If Biden does a terrible job, I'm not going to vote for him. If he does a great job, I'm going to vote for him. If Kamala Harris is the incumbent, I'm probably going to vote for her, depending on who she's going against. Um, if she's going against Mitt Romney, I'm probably going to vote for Mitt Romney because I have a lot of respect for him. I don't agree with him, but I think he has America's interests at, at heart. Um, if Mike DeWine ran for president, I would vote for him because I like the guy a lot. Um, and I believe he has, you know, America's best interests, you know, you know, at, at his forefront. Um, and you know, if Kamala Harris was the incumbent runner in 2024, I might vote for her. So I guess we're going to see. 
Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been a while. Um, I'm trying to get back onto that uh, regular schedule where I up- upload every couple days, if not every uh, day. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. Do I want to do it in the mornings or do I want to do it, you know, at night or you know, in the middle of the day? Um, you know, I, I kind of like the idea of getting up at five o'clock in the morning and doing it. But then again, you guys might not be able to watch it live. Um, but seven twenty-three, you know, in the uh, evening is nice too. Uh, either way, thank you very much for watching today. Uh, if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments or message me on social media. Um, you know, I'd be happy to answer them in the next episode. Uh, but thank you very much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I will see you in the next one. This is Jack Bowie with Inside the Four Thirty Five.